goes to the whole Oxford community, all those were affected. Um, and that being said, man, I just, you know, I just, I want us to not forget these names, Madison Baldwin, Hannah St. Juliana, Justin Schilling, Tate Muir, Phoebe Arthur, uh, John Shooter, Riley France, Elijah Mueller, Kylie Osiji, Aiden Watson, and Molly Darnell, who's a teacher. Um, those, those names, uh, for all those, uh, you know, will never be forgotten, and they're in our hearts, and our prayers, and all the families, and not to mention all those that were affected by all of this. Uh, the classmates, the brothers, the sisters, the cousins, the teachers, the, everybody, the coaches. Hey, welcome to Interesting to See, your daily sports podcast about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. Detroit Lions head coach Dan Campbell right there shouting out the Oxford community of Oxford High School, which is a suburb of Detroit that experienced a random act of violence in a school shooting about a week ago. And Dan Campbell wore the Oxford High School football team hat on his head to coach the Lions on Sunday. The Lions and the Vikings had Oxford High School logos. Um, Lions safety Jalen Elliott, who wears number 42. He wore the, instead of his name, he had Mir on the back for his warm-up jersey, which I don't think you can't do. Other stuff in the NFL. Um, so they were, they were shouting out Oxford there. The Lions win on the last play of the game. So we start with that kind of somber moment. We've got some big highlights this weekend, though. And the, this is the best weekend of football that I can remember in a long time. There are four games. They have four games go down to the last play-ish of the game. The Ravens and Steelers, the Lions and the Vikings, the Niners and the Seahawks. And that is to say the fourth game, of course, was the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Baylor Bears, which is where uh, we're going to start. Let's watch the last play of the game here. We're going to bring it up. I'm, I'm trying to improve the YouTube experience for you people, but also we've got the highlight. The college football playoff is set. Uh, Oklahoma State, they get this play. They're going to the playoff. Let's do some highlights, huh? Here we go. Oklahoma State win a oh, this is cool. Oh, man. So close. It is a game of inches. Legendary for Baylor. Unbelievable. So we got the replay coming up here. He, so it's a, it's a handoff to the outside. The Oklahoma State guy tries to beat the guy to the outside, and he can't get there. He just could not stretch it out to the pylon, which is... Just incredible. Other games from over the weekend. Uh, Cincinnati, they dominate Houston. They are going to the college football playoff. The big championships that everybody was rooting for, maybe an upset or for some chaos, only one happened. That was Baylor beating Oklahoma State. But throughout the year, those, those teams had played each other pretty close. I think, did Baylor win the first time? I think they might have. Um, I forget who Oklahoma State lost. It was either Baylor or Iowa State. So Baylor beat Oklahoma State in Stillwater, Oklahoma. By 10, they lost to Iowa State on the road by three. The other, bit, the other uh, college football championship games were not nearly as interesting. Uh, I liked, I live in Winston-Salem, Wake Forest. They tried their best and then something. This is how college football always is. The boring thing is going to be what's happening. We finally have some real interesting parody in the college football playoff. Cincinnati gets in. They dominate Houston. They have a, a really great quarterback for Cincinnati. They've got a couple NFL prospects. They always do, the Kelsey brothers, and that there, was a, there was a really good offensive lineman recently, but they are they, they dominate Houston. 
They're in the college football playoff where they will play the number one seed, Alabama, who dominated Georgia, who Georgia apparently had not played a good quarterback all year. And everybody had kind of said that. What they did on defense was incredible, but it's all built around stopping the run and kind of rushing the passer up the middle. Well, Bryce Young, the passer for Alabama, is insane, and he carved him up. And, you know, it's a, guys, it's a quarterback sport. It's a quarterback sport. If the teams are kind of ish the same, like really good players here and there or whatever, like the team with the quarterback will win. It's a quarterback sport. It, I mean, it is just plain and simple, a quarterback sport. Michigan dominates Iowa. Iowa, God bless them. They just are what they are. I mean, they just, they're really good at not being great. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like, they are what they, they are what they are. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, hearts broken for us. The boring thing happened. Pitt beat Winston-Salem. Wake Forest University, the smallest Division One school in Division One football. Great year, 10-2 and two regular season. They lose to Pitt. Ah, Kenny Pickett, probably going to take second in the Heisman. I imagine Aiden Hutchinson will go, the DN. There's always like a token defensive player. So annoying. Um, Wake and Pitt were tied at halftime, so that game was kind of interesting, but Michigan dominates Iowa. Alabama dominates Georgia. Pittsburgh dominates Wake. And uh, Cincinnati dominates Houston. College football playoff for set. It's Alabama 1, Michigan 2, Georgia 3, and Cincinnati 4. So everybody knows what's going to happen, right? Um, very simple. Alabama and Georgia will win their playoff games, and then they'll play in the national championship, of course. It's a terrible, terrible, uh, god-awful matchup for Michigan. Just rubbish. A huge deal that they got number 2 and not number 1 because they might have beat Cincinnati there. Georgia does not. They can't play quarterbacks, which is great because Michigan doesn't have one. Uh, final rankings, Notre Dame 5. They will play in the Fiesta Bowl, I believe, against, if memory serves. Who the hell are they playing in the Fiesta Bowl? This is great. I like to do this from memory. I'm looking at the numbers. So Ole Miss is playing the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma State. Ohio State is playing in the Rose Bowl against Utah. Michigan State is playing in the Peach Bowl against Pittsburgh. That means Notre Dame will be playing Baylor in the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. Nailed it. Anything else interesting that happened in the top 25? Texas A&M, Kentucky, they sneak in. Clemson, they sort of saved their season, but not really. So coaching carousel moves along. Former Clemson defensive coordinator Brett Venables is now the head coach at Oklahoma. Did we finally get news on the Mario Cristobal situation? And did he move? Mario Cristobal, eight hours to go. They're just going after him, and there's a deadline. So Miami has not fired their head coach. They're just going after him. Another coach. All right, that's enough college football. We can do more of that stuff during the week. Let's get to the National Football League. Three game, games ended on the final play of the game, which is kind of crazy, man. It is absolutely absurd. So here are the Ravens. They're losing to Pittsburgh, who scored 17 points in the fourth quarter to come from behind, 13-3. It's 20-13, to 13, Pittsburgh. Lamar Jackson's got no time on, no timeouts. They're driving down the field, and they, they score the touchdown. Let's, let's just check in there. Here we go. Here it goes, Jimmy. Lamar All right. Jackson, you got people Touchdown. Unbelievable drive from Lamar Jackson. Unbelievable. He's clutch. He's, he's two-point conversion. They're going for the win. Oh. Unreal. 
So the play was uh, one of those tight end things out in the flat, and Lamar Jackson put it a little too far, but the tight end did get one hand on it. People on Twitter arguing about it, but it was a great play call. So Baltimore lines up to go for the win. They can't get the two-point conversion. Let's check in with the Niners and the Seahawks. The Seahawks' uh, last gasp for them. They have eight losses. They can go nine and eight on the season and maybe sneak into the playoffs because the NFC is a mess. San Francisco is trying to bury them. In the NFC West, there's this weird thing where the Rams can't beat the Rams can't beat the I'm trying to get this right because this is the thing the Rams can't beat the Niners the Niners can't beat the Seahawks and the Seahawks can't beat the Cardinals and the Cardinals for years uh, could only beat the Seahawks but uh, that's not the case this year so the Niners can't beat the Seahawks they're up in Seattle the the Seahawks sign Adrian Peterson Russell Wilson officially hates DK Metcalf and they're they're winning and San Francisco's driving they come from behind there's a safety oh yeah we'll talk about the injury here in a minute but there was a safety it was a crazy game so then San Francisco driving to win the game at the end 12th play of the drive. Is Fourth in. and goal from the three. I sure hope the engineering is good. Oh, what a terrible play call that was. Who the hell did that? I never even checked this highlight. They didn't say what happened. Carlos Dunlap reached up and batted the pass from the defensive line. What a highlight. Oh, my God, CBS. You are trash. What a trash-ass highlight. It was the play of the game. They didn't get the crowd reaction to get anything. And now it's Seattle taking a knee with 18 seconds left. Oh my God! All right, that's the story of that game because Kevin Harlan, Kevin Harlan, has the best. He's the best play-by-play guy, guy in the game right now. It's not even close. Jim Nance is trash. No, nope, not uh, Joe Buck is what he is. Kevin Harlan is on fire right now. I absolutely love Kevin Harlan. In this game, there was an insanely scary injury. It was the first time in a while in an NFL or major college football game that I've seen an ambulance on the field. A dude got hit in the head, but his his neck bent back really badly. And when they bring in the ambulance on the field, and you can see like trainers are supposed to hurry. There were doctors running, uh, which is really scary, but he is conscious. Um, it ended up not being, they thought they were obviously very scared that he broke a C vertebrae. And if you don't know what that is, that's the quadriplegic one, not the paraplegic one. Um, really scary situation, but he got to the hospital after about two hours, they updated and said that he's conscious. He has a very severe concussion, but he's not going to die probably spent the night in the hospital. I have no further updates for you, but it, it was literally the kickoff that he got hurt on. Um, so that's going to be something that get, continues to be addressed. They're going to get rid of it. Cannot have an NFL player die on the first play of the game, which was people. I mean, it was, it was very scary. So Kevin Harlan gets robbed of a highlight from ESPN. That's the highlight there. The Detroit lions have a big win over the Vikings. They're winning by 14. The Vikings storm all the way back. Justin Jefferson is dynamic. The lions go for it on fourth and one from their own 30 with about a five minutes left the vikings drain the clock drain the clock drain the clock kick the go ahead, or they get the go-ahead touchdown now jared goff has a minute and 50 seconds he drives the lions all the way to the 12 yard line for fourth and two with four seconds left the final play of the game let's do it there's hawkinson inside here we go goff from the gun to the end zone it is unreal unreal if you watch it, look at this. Look at the celebration. You see that, CBS? Let's do that one more time. Listen to what, what Fox does, which is nothing after the call. Here they come, third and two. So, they incomplete pass on third and two. Fourth and two from the 12. There's four seconds. Here we go. Duff from the gun to the Listen. Touchdown. Touchdown. One. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, 
8, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 seconds of silence from the crew. That's how you call a game, fellas. That's how you call a game. That was great. First of all, the play-by-play guys were in the Lions game weren't great, but that's what you do. You let the crowd take it home. The uh, color guy, Jay Feely, he did a great job on the last drive, too. He, he kind of had a rough game. He was calling some people by the wrong names, but on the last play, he highlighted the Lions' best player, which is TJ Hawkinson. Then they got out of the way. It's a touchdown. That's how you call a game, fellas. So the Lions get their first win of the season. Uh, like we mentioned off the top, everybody dedicated the win to Oxford High School. And if you're the Lions, you kind of keep wearing that hat, right? I mean, there's no reason to stop remembering the victims now. And um, yeah, might as well honor them for the rest of the season. Um, it's not, <laughs> I mean, it's a good luck charm, but it's also like it's important. People forget about that school shootings have been normalized. Uh, so let's go to the, some NFL scores before we get to uh, Monday night football. The. Let's see if I remember this off the top of my head. I think the most important thing that happened over the weekend is that Matt Nagy does not know why the Bears are bad, but they're going to keep looking for why the Bears are bad. I have his quote here somewhere. Where are you, Nagy? Oh, I know. We'll do this thing for YouTube. God, they're incredible. They are absolutely incredible because the Bears, they gave up on a play in the National Football League, which I haven't seen. So we'll, we'll save that for the end for those of the YouTube people out there. Oh, Nagy, come on. All right, I can't find it. We'll do it later. He was just say, he kept saying, we've got to keep looking for the whys as to why we suck. Yep, as the NFL head coach, I would imagine that's probably a big part of your job, buddy. Why do we suck? I don't know. The Colts shut out the Texans. I think it's the second time this year. The Texans have shut out. Who knows? They suck. The Dolphins beat the Giants. After the bye, Tua Tagovailoa is the second or third best quarterback in the NFL. That's like statistically factual which is crazy, or after the buy, excuse me, after the trade deadline, because then the rumors of Deshaun Watson stopped happening to him, and he could focus on, I don't know, doing his job. Dolphins are sneaking up the standings. The Giants, uh, man, Saquon Barkley has turned into a bit of a bust. He came out, and then he had the injury, and then he thinks he's Barry Sanders still. And most people that tear their ACL will tell you that like one year off is not enough um, for the most part. Adrian Peterson's the only guy that could do that. I suspect steroids were but who knows? And, you know, honestly, I don't mind. If guys, especially in the NFL, where that stuff is kind of like no one really cares that much, if you use steroids one time in your career and get caught after an injury, like Julian Edelman used steroids to come back after his ACL. He wore the punishment. Everybody's mad at him, but he's got to spend. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. You can't waste another year of your career being not good because you tore your ACL. Like Nick Bosa is having a trash year because he came off his ACL. The Eagles beat the Jets. The Jets 0-12, lifetime against the Eagles. Gardner Minshew, the backup quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts was hurt. Gardner Minshew had a really sweet moment with his dad. I guess I could bring it up. There's no sound. It's not going to be great for podcasts. It's just that his dad goes to every single game. They're in the parking lot together, and his dad's like, what's up, son? I mean, it's really, really cool. So here it is. Uh, scrolling. There you go. I guess let's just do it. Three million views. <laughs> Look at that. That's awesome. Huge hug for his dad. He punched him in the chest. His dad flew all the way over from, uh, I think the Minshews are Mississippians. That was a big, big trip to the big city there for the Eagles who are hanging around in the NFC East. Also hanging around the NFC East, the Washington football team. They kind of, I guess you could say that game ended on the final play of the game. The Raiders had a last, uh, last gasp effort for a comeback, but Washington had a huge, huge field goal drive led by Taylor Heineke. The, the Washington football team, they had everybody, they had, a, they had them, they had us right where they wanted us folks. They were two and six and now they're six and six. 
They're pretty good. I like them. Man, you need a quarterback. Speaking of needing a quarterback, the Broncos have one of the best teams in the NFL, one of the worst quarterback situations. They've locked up two of their star receivers for a long time, and then they have one that's on a rookie deal. They get beat by the Chiefs after a Daniel Sorensen pick six. He picks six to batted pass. Sorensen sucks, but the Chiefs have him. The Chiefs, uh, they kind of suck too. Uh, they scored twenty. They scored six or seven of their twenty-two points on defense. Patrick Mahomes, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Pardon me, the tight end, not the center. <laughs> they kind of suck. I don't know what's going on. The Broncos have a good defense, but not that good. Not that good. So yeah, we we did the Steelers beat the Ravens, the Seahawks beat the Niners, Washington beats. The Raiders, uh, Matt Stafford gets right against the Jaguars. And I guess Urban Meyer is going to finish this thing out, guys. All the college jobs are gone, right? I mean, I suppose Oregon would open, but there's a scary thought. I thought last night I was going to bed, right, as the Brett Venables thing was happening. like, you know what? Holy shit, the Urban Meyer to Oklahoma would be effing terrifying, especially for the SEC West. Oh, my God. I think that would be way scarier than USC. Although USC is a private school, they can hide their cheating. The Cardinals beat the Bears. The Cardinals are the best team in, in professional football, um, period. Just point blank, period. They're the best team. They're number one. People have a tough time with West Coast bias. It took a long time for the Niners and the Rams to kind of earn their reputation and earn it back. They're the best team in the NFL. They dummy the Bears. The Bears had they, they had some garbage time points. Andy Dalton's a, a pretty good passer. I think you could win a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton if you're paying him like $4 million a year. Ah, the, Bear, the, the Cardinals are electric. 33-22, to 22, they beat the Bears. The Chargers beat the Bengals in a game that the Bengals were down, I think, 24 to nothing. Then it comes to 24-22, to 22, I think, and then it ends 41-22 after I think of, there was like a scoop and score and Jamar Chase had a drop or a tip that turned into a pick six or something. It was kind of an ugly game uh, from the Chargers and the Bengals. And that's it for the NFL scores. I think that there are more college football scores. Um, we'll save that for college football. Let's get to Monday night football. We'll do a little bit of a gambling preview, uh, real quick. Cause I, I got this. The reason the show is late today is because I've been trying to up my YouTube game. Look at, I can bring up the lines. This is Bovada, which is my favorite sports book. If you like someone else, that's fine. I don't care. We're going to use Bovada for a while. Uh, so the bills and the Patriots, the bills are minus three. That line has moved. It was unanimously minus three and a half. It's now minus three. Uh, that's even money. That's an even money bet. So if you bet 10, you get 10 back. So you can turn 10 into 20. Yeah, the Patriots are plus three, and that bet is minus 20. So you can't, if you have been gambling, you can't bet on the outcome. You have to choose a side. You can either bet on the Patriots to lose by less than three, or you can choose the Bills to win by more than three. If you choose the Bills to win by more than three, you would get more money. So this minus 120 right there, that is like you would get like $9.55 on a $10 bet. Uh, plus 120 is the money line. The over-under is 41. Oh my God, let's play my favorite game, which is subtracting. So 20.5 minus 1.5 is 19 to 22. Is that what they're saying? Yep, 19 to 22. Effin nailed it. What's up? You guys like that? Let's just see if there's any cool uh, props that we like. Bovada has um, props that they just throw at you. I don't know about any of that. Let's see. Points range, no. Player props, No. First touchdown scorer. This is one that people really like. It's high odds. A lot of people that like to gamble on golf and things like this because it's it's higher odds. Zach Moss has been a no-show. Isaiah McKenzie, Jake Kumaro, Sweeney. Uh, yep, I hate all those lines. What about first touchdown scorer for the New England Patriots? Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. I like those. I like those. J.J. Taylor. Nope, these are terrible lines as well. 
Uh, let's see, total touchdowns. None of this looks good. This game looks really boring to bet on. Maybe this would just be a good game to watch on TV. What do I know? What what do I know? I like the Bills in this game. I think the Bills just have a better roster. I think, And I think it's a quarterback sport, as I said before. Mac Jones has been playing really well. He really, really has. He's been playing really well. But this is a quarterback sport. And the Bills have Josh Allen. Let's see if that kind of thing pays off. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Check out the YouTube channel. You don't have to, but you can see the highlights if you go to YouTube. And I've recently improved it so it's widescreen instead of narrow screen because nobody watched the narrow screen stuff. I thought that they would, and they did it. All right, be back and better than ever tomorrow morning. We'll do some college football. We'll do some Monday Night Football as well. Thank you.